Hey guys, Luke here. In today's podcast, we are talking about some brand new skins that have just arrived from Casemaker Dbrand. Uh, at the same time, Casemaker Dbrand is also suing another well-known uh, case brand. I'll talk to you about that in detail. Uh, the OnePlus 12 is arriving next month. Uh, some details on that. And also guys, Samsung has just announced their rollout of the One UI 6.0 for all of their other devices. So if you happen to have an older S22, S21, um, or an A model, or maybe one of the Samsung tabs, uh, Samsung has just announced when you will receive that update. And they also happen to have a, a really good update to their expert raw application. So if you happen to use that, there is a really good update that you wanna go and grab right now. I don't know how they're doing this particular option. I won't spoil it because it's pretty cool. I'm interested to see how it actually works. So we're gonna talk about that in a bit more detail. But uh, first, let's talk about Dbrand and some of their new skins. Let's jump in. All right, guys, let's talk about these awesome new skins from Dbrand. So they're called X-rays and essentially they're using a, a special piece of technology that X-rays uh, each device and then you apply that as a skin to your phone or to your laptop. They look very, very cool. They are in a similar vein to their other products where you can see the internal components. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking on the Dbrand website. It's just saying, this isn't your doctor's X-ray. Each scan was performed with a metrology lab with one-of-a-kind imaging hardware originally developed for space exploration. It's literally rocket science. So, yeah, there's actually two different variations of it. And when you buy the skin set, you get both. So one is kind of more like a, a lighter shade of X-ray and the other one is a darker shade. Personally, I quite like the darker shade. I think it looks really good. And yeah, you can essentially get it for your iPhone, your Pixel, your Switch, your iPad, uh, everything else that Dbrand would typically do. Uh, so they've announced these today and at the same time on Twitter, if you follow Dbrand on Twitter, they've just announced that they're gonna sue uh, Casetify. <laughs> it's pretty funny actually. Um, so yeah, basically, Dbrand was the first ones to come out with uh, their skins that, like I mentioned, show the internal components of the smartphone or a laptop. And quite cleverly, they actually baked in a number of little hidden Easter eggs. So um, what I'm seeing here on Twitter is right next to the recycle and uh, the logo of what you would do with your battery, uh, it, there's a little... Um, in signature there and it's a catchphrase from Jerry Rig Everything and it just says glass is glass and glass breaks and uh, guess what <laughs> Case Defy has got the exact same thing uh, yeah so definitely a clear ripoff uh, of their product and uh, it, like when you look at them side by side you can you can see that they are slightly different like, you know, there's a few things in different spots which they've clearly just like photoshopped or something like that. But yeah, I mean, the little Easter eggs that they baked in are obviously a smart move on their behalf because in this particular scenario, if somebody rips them off and they rip them off uh, to this level, 
they've got legs to stand on to to sue them. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know why Casetify like just come up with your own ideas. Why why steal something that somebody else is doing? There's so many different types of skins that you can go out and make. So yeah, a little bit of a letdown. I actually quite like Casetify products. I think they're really good. Obviously, Dbrand leads the way with skins, but yeah, it's just very interesting to see. I'll, I'll leave the link to Twitter. It's just uh, it's just a blatant ripoff. It's uh, a little bit sad, to be completely honest, but there it is, guys. It's a bit controversial, and it's just very interesting to see that another case maker would do that. It's just, it doesn't, I don't get it. Anyway, let's talk about our next topic, which is the OnePlus 12 set to arrive very late in the year. So let's jump in and we'll have a quick chat about that too. All right, guys. So I'm looking at an article over on gsmarena.com and uh, it's just talking about the OnePlus 12. What it's interesting is it's actually set to come out at the very end of the year on December 4th. Uh, that's in the Chinese market. Uh, and then hopefully the global variant should release a little bit later uh, in 2024, probably in January, I'd say. It's got the three colors. So we've got black and white, and then uh, we've got that sort of emerald green that OnePlus is well known for. If you've seen the OnePlus Open, there's two color variations of that. There's the uh, pleather, which is like a, uh, basically it looks like leather, but it's plastic. And then there's that uh, emerald green, which is a really nice color actually, um, big fan of it. I've got the iPhone 13 in uh, in that green color and I love it. So um, hopefully it should be pretty similar to what we see on the OnePlus Open. Now I was looking at a, a second article over on GSM Marina as well, they're both linked together. And the leaks are sort of saying that um, it looks, I mean, looking at it, it looks very, very similar to the OnePlus 11, which is not a bad thing. I quite I quite liked the previous OnePlus 11. I thought it was a really nice looking smartphone. Um, it doesn't give us a lot of detail, just again, it's all speculation. So apparently we've got a 6.82 inch LTPO panel. It's got 2600 nits of brightness. So that's very, very bright. That would probably line up actually because the OnePlus Open uh, from memory yeah, it was 2800, might have been 2600 peak brightness. We've got a triple camera array on the back. We've got a 48 megapixel dual layer uh, sensor by Sony. We've got a 3X telephoto and then a 64 megapixel Omnivision and a 48 megapixel ultra wide shooter. Uh, it's set to come with the new Snapdragon 8 Gen 3, which is really, really good. I'm, I'm pretty pumped to see uh, you know, a lot of these mainstream phone manufacturers include the Gen 3. There are some Chinese ones that have already come out and like the benchmarks are very impressive. Uh, I haven't, here's my thoughts. I reckon uh, OnePlus will do a really good job with it and we'll see a massive bump in battery life compared to the previous version. It's also saying that we're going to see 100 watt wired charging. That's insane. Typically, that is reserved for the Chinese market and European and American get a little bit slower. Um, but yeah, hopefully all going well. 100 watt wire charging would be amazing. Um, here's the problem. 
Here in Australia, we often don't get a lot of these super powerful Android phones. They just never reach our shores. We can get them, like we can order them through third-party websites and stuff like that. But apparently, this might be a global release, fingers crossed. We have had some OnePlus phones in the past, um, but yeah, it was like one or two, and then they just stopped delivering them and and supporting them in the Australian market. So um, we do get the OnePlus open, but it's branded by Oppo. So Oppo is fairly popular here in Australia. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of a letdown that we don't get the actual OnePlus devices anymore. So um, I actually really like what uh, OnePlus does with their phones. I think they do a great job with battery life, great job with performance, a great job uh, with the Hasselblad branding. I think the Hasselblad thing has gotten better over the last few years. It's um, It took them a little bit to kind of get it right. Um, it feels like the OnePlus Open was kind of like their knockout and they got it right and everyone sort of praised their camera technology in that device. So as long as they maintain what they've done there and the camera array and setup and color science is the same in the OnePlus 12, I think it'll be an excellent device for... Um, well, for 2024, I mean, we're really getting close to the end of the year now, so it might be the kind of first flagship we get for 2024. It'll probably, I imagine, it'll probably try and compete with Samsung because they do their release early in the year as well. So we get the S24 generally about late Jan, early Feb. So, yeah, I would assume that the OnePlus is going to try and compete with that at the same time. All right, guys, let's move on to our next topic. So, guys, a couple of weeks ago, Samsung rolled out the One UI 6.0 update for the S23 range, but they've also just announced uh, in the last couple of days the kind of rollout structure for all of their other devices to, to get the update. So the good news here, guys, is it's not just the premium flagships that actually get the update. Uh, we also get it on some of the lower-end budget phones and the FE range. It also arrives on the flip and fold models. Uh, so basically what what will happen, um, I won't go through all the different models and, and their rollout, but uh, the S22 range has already started to get it. And then the, the next range will be like the S21 and S21 Plus and Ultra. Uh, we'll also have the flip and fold. They'll get it before the end of this month. And then all of the other devices like the flip three etc we'll get it moving into 2024 so hopefully all going well we should see the s21 range get the full version of one ui 6.0 before the end of the year the thing to note here is uh it's not like a global release so Typically what happens is uh, China and then European and then the US will get it sort of before uh, everywhere else in the world. Uh, Australia typically is a little bit later to get it. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get it until next year, but um, I'll keep you posted on that. I've got an S21 and uh, I'll just keep checking it every other day. Um, I am excited to get it because there are definitely some welcome changes. It looks better. There's a lot of um, really great additions to shortcuts and the notification tray and the way you interact with notifications as well. Um, So yeah, all going well. Most of the last couple of uh, years of 
the S range and some of the A range and some of the tabs will get the update and then the remaining list of Samsung devices should get it moving into January and I'm assuming that kind of more of the cheaper A range, so like A23, A24, they'll probably get it uh, late January. That's kind of my prediction there. So uh, pretty exciting though. I, I love that Samsung has definitely upped their game when it comes to rolling out updates. It's always been something that they weren't always great at, but in the last sort of two years, they've definitely led the way. And the fact that we've already got Android 14 on Samsung devices within less than a month is exciting really because it's always been like pixels that had it for ages and then all the other manufacturers would try and catch up all the time to get to the new version so yeah pretty exciting stuff all right guys let's move on to our final topic which is an update to the expert raw app uh, from samsung all right guys in the last couple of days uh, samsung has just released an update to their expert raw app so Basically, this app is not installed by default on Samsung devices, and it's only available for certain devices. Generally, they're ultra range that gets it. Uh, what you need to do is you need to download the Expert Raw app directly from the Samsung App Store, and it kind of like unlocks a number of really cool features that you don't get with the standard camera app on your Samsung phone. Uh, you get things like astrophotography, and uh, you can just, there's a lot more professional customization that you can do with the app. It's actually quite cool. I've used it a couple of times. Now, what they've just released um, in the last couple of days, actually might've just been today, is a new option for a ND filter. So basically an ND filter, if you're not, like if you've never used camera gear before, you've probably got no idea what an ND filter is. But it's essentially like a piece of glass that goes over the end of your camera lens and it almost acts like, almost like sunglasses in a way. It adds a shade to the lens so that um, if you're out in certain lighting and you're trying to do a certain shot, like maybe you're trying to capture like, you know, a waterfall where there's motion, um, you have to change like uh, shutter speed settings and stuff on your camera. And by doing that, it can let in a lot of light and can actually ruin the picture that you're taking. So you add the ND filter and it doesn't like overexpose the photo. So it's pretty cool. So uh, built into the Expert Raw app is the ability to add an ND filter. So I don't know exactly how it works, um, but yeah, what, what you would do is you download the app, you can go into the settings and you can enable the ND filter. Um, the idea here is you're gonna get a bit more control over your lighting. I would personally not recommend using this if you're not more of a, uh, you know, like an advanced user. Like if you know how to operate a normal camera, I would recommend that you probably just don't worry about this. But um, if you're more, more of that advanced user, uh, this is a really great option that um, Samsung has included. I don't think I've ever seen any other phone manufacturer include this before. So yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, guys, that's a, a lot to get through today. Just want to say thank you. I really appreciate everyone listening. It's great to see uh, downloads increasing and followers increasing as well. Um, I do add this podcast on YouTube. So if you want to listen over there, you can do that too. Um, let me know, guys. Do you prefer listening in audio format or do you prefer to watch the video podcast? Um, I'm just curious as to 
which option I should invest more time in. But um, yeah, have a great weekend and I'll see you on Monday.